Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today is Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. The House has launched its impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, and we are just getting started, baby. We have some important news to break on this show. Is the impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas next? Oh, get ready. Congressman Greg Stubbe joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show got to keep your energy up. You got to keep your protein up. I've lost about 35 pounds this year, and that's because I've started to eat right and exercise a little better, get some sunshine. Moving to a red state has been really, really good for me. I also have a grill out in my backyard, and I use it often. And what am I grilling? I'm grilling moink, ladies and gentlemen. I grill meat that comes directly from American farmers. That is what powers me. Eat your protein. Make sure you're eating your protein to fight the libs. This is why they want to get rid of steak. This is why they want to get rid of the greatest source of protein on God's green earth, grass-fed, real American meat. And it's not just steak. It's Alaskan salmon and chicken and pasteurized pork, all of it coming directly from our great American farmers. Moink is helping save rural America. I love it, and you will too. Join the Moink movement today just like I do. Keep American farming by signing up for moinkbox.com slash Benny. Right now, listeners of this show get a free ground beef for a year. That's one year of the best ground beef you'll ever taste for a limited time. Spelled M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash Benny. Moinkbox.com slash Benny. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sitting here uh, very, very excited inside the studio this morning. Going through the show. It was like, ah. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Yesterday, live on the show, Kevin McCarthy announced uh, his intention on moving forward with the impeachment inquiry. Now, there's like five Republican holdouts. Turns out that we've been able to flip one of them, Ken Buck, making a very different, uh, very different stance this week on an impeachment inquiry. You remember last week he trotted over, he was sprinting to CNN to go cry and mule and whine and bitch. I don't think there's any evidence against Joe Biden. And uh, apparently he was brought into the back room and spanked. And now Ken Ken Buck of Colorado, probably because we lit up his phone lines, uh, is now in favor of the impeachment inquiry. Things are starting to align. The stars are starting to align. What did we hear Kevin McCarthy say yesterday? Let's go. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. That's exactly what we want to know, the answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. This effort will be led by Chairman James Comer at the Committee on Oversight in coordination with Chairman Jim Jordan for Judiciary Committee and Chairman Jason Smith on Ways and Means. I do not make this decision lightly. And regardless of your party or who you voted for, these facts should concern all Americans. So this is the letter, the dear colleague letter that Kevin McCarthy uh, sent out to everyone inside of the Republican House yesterday, commending James Comer, Jim Jordan, who will be joining this program. I believe next week we have Jim Jordan booked. He'll come on here. Get ready. That's the right time to book Jim Jordan, by the way. Things are about to heat up. We've been given a little uh, timeline for how this is going to go. Next Thursday, Jim Jordan will be on this program. Uh, Lauren Boebert joining the program tomorrow. And Greg Stubbe joining the program today. Under their leadership, especially in the course of the past five weeks, writes McCarthy, the Republican House has uncovered serious, credible allegations of Joe Biden's conduct, beginning as vice president, 
Throughout our investigations, we have found that President Biden lied to the American people. Eyewitness testimony reveal the president joined multiple phone calls and had various interactions with his son's business partners. Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's business partner, testified that Joe Biden spoke to uh, or met with Hunter Biden's business associate around 20 times. Bank records show nearly $20 million in payments directly to the Biden family members. How does Joe Biden, how does Joe Biden get any, any ability to buy multiple beach houses? How is it possible? How is it, you're telling me it's book sales? You're telling me it's book sales? Joe Biden has multiple beach houses, lavish mansions, like vintage Corvettes. These are, these are, uh, cars that are worth more than his annual salary as a senator. How's that happen exactly? Somebody make the math work, please. Oh, it's Joe Biden's book sales. Got it. Okay, so Kevin McCarthy rips him a new one in the announcement and then sent out uh, one of the better <laughs> communicators on this issue. Somebody who was on our program promising it's going to get a lot worse for Joe Biden. Marjorie Taylor Greene was making the rounds yesterday and making a great case for the impeachment of Joe Biden. Shouldn't surprise you. Check this out. Clarify, is the inquiry open right now? Are we, I mean, is there a vote that's going to be taken in the House of Representatives? What, what do the next steps look like? That's a great question because there's some confusion. There's two ways to open an impeachment inquiry. You, the House can take a vote or the Speaker of the House can announce and start and open the investigation. He can open the impeachment inquiry. That was a precedent set forward by former Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, and that's what he chose to do today, and I think it was a great, bold move. Where do you see this ending up? Do you see this ending in removal from office for President Biden? Do you see this going even to a Senate trial, making out of the House of Representatives? What's the ceiling for this? Well, uh, what I actually want to see is I want to see a very deep dive, a detailed investigation, no matter how long it takes. And it may take months and months. Um, it may go all the way to the November election. But what we need to do is we need to investigate Joe Biden. But we also need to investigate the web of people that exist in our federal agencies, the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA, and many others serving not only in this administration, the former administration, and the one before it. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a beautiful moment of extreme irony and delicioso. Just getting what you deserve, baby. Remember, the Democrats are the ones who gave us the Donald Trump Supreme Court. How did that happen? Well, it's not too hard to figure out. There used to be a filibuster for court nominees. Harry Reid got rid of it. And then Mitch McConnell said, you're going to regret this. And then they did. They regretted this by Trump just stacking, stacking judicial nominees all around the country and stacking the Supreme Court. And that's how you get the Clarence Thomas Supreme Court. Clarence Thomas runs the Supreme Court now. Nancy Pelosi changed the precedent where you no longer have to have an, a vote uh, for an impeachment inquiry. You can just, the Speaker of the House can just decide. We're just going to do an impeachment inquiry. Did they ever vote with Donald Trump? Do you remember that? Do you remember anyone going down and casting a vote and anyone debating anything about Donald Trump? No, Pelosi was just like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then she hands the hammer right back to Paul. And so, ladies and gentlemen, they are going to live and die by their own rules. Take your medicine. You made the rules. And man, they are losing it. They are freaking out now. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have the most delicious. Oh, it's so great to see. The White House is running a comms operation that is being run by, like, the C&D team at the White House. This guy named Ian Sams. Again, uh... This guy doesn't, I mean, doesn't look great. He just, he just, he kind of, he just, there's no other way to say it. He just looks like a testicle. And he is the main mouthpiece for this White House defending itself against the Republican impeachment inquiry. Now we're going to go through all of the evidence, okay? We're going to go through all the evidence because as we've been predicting, they're going to say illegitimate impeachment. And there's no direct evidence. They're changing their tune every single time. They change their tune. There it used to be there's no evidence. It used to be there's no money. It used to be there were, the Bidens were clean as a whistle along with Hunter. And then they've changed every step of the way. Now it's there's no direct evidence tying Joe Biden directly to these payments. Ooh, baby. Now the White House has a new one. Here's the new line. All right. Remember, this is the 
This is Woody from Toy Story. Somebody, you're poisoning the water. Oh, there's a snake in my boot. The new line that you do when you pull the ripcord, again, we've been preparing you for this, is that Joe Biden is just too good of a guy. That's right. Joe Biden's too good of a man. He's just such a sweetheart. He loves his son too much. He loves Hunter too much. Watch, watch uh, this morning. Ian Sams walk out uh, on camera and say with a straight face, this is because of Joe's love. Of He's being impeached. Joe's being impeached because he loves his son. Watch. The president was uh, present at some of the meetings between Hunter Biden and his business associates. Uh, why was the president at those meetings on those uh, phone calls? Well, again, I think this is part of the right wing's misinformation machine to try to confuse people uh, about what the truth is. The truth is that the president, as he has said publicly for years, uh, calls his family every day to check in. He calls his son every day to check in. He calls his other family members to check in to see how they're doing. He loves them. They're, they're a tight knit family. And what the GOP's own witness testified in this case is that that's exactly what the president was doing. He was checking in with Hunter during a particularly hard time, I might add, a time where the family was going through uh, Hunter's brother Bo's illness. Uh, and of course the president checks in with his son and talks to him. But again, that witness testified no business dealings of Hunter Biden's or anyone's was discussed in these conversations. Okay, so I want to knock this down very easily. And I really hope someday that somebody from the White House, I really hope we're going to start inviting like libs on this show. I really want to talk with them. There needs to be more of like a conversation about these kind of things because it really is a moral issue at this point. As a, as a, as a father and as somebody who is expecting my third child any day now, right, could happen while we're live on the show and I would have to just say peace and then Rolls Royce would roll on over and take over and be amazing. We get the highest ratings ever. So, uh, I gotta say, I am so disgusted by this particular, this specific excuse that the Bidens love their kids too much. We've gone through the history of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. This is a history of abuse by Joe Biden to Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden doesn't sit on the wings of angels. He's obviously a monster of a man. But ever since Hunter was a small child, Joe Biden has been abusing his son, taking advantage of his son. Always Joe Biden taking advantage of those who are in positions lesser than him. All the way back to the corn pop story. Joe Biden threatening and bullying people. Joe Biden did it with corn pop. You had too much pomade in your hair. Calls corn pop a slur. Gets a rusty razor blade to go kill corn pop in the parking lot. Story directly from Joe Biden's mouth. How do you think that guy's going to raise his own children? Hunter Biden was in a fatal accident where his mother died and his sister died. And what did Joe Biden do as the grieving father? Wheels in the cameras and wheels in the podium so that he can use his child in a hospital bed as a prop. I know we talk about it a lot, but isn't this enough to show you who Joe Biden is? Every step of the way through Hunter Biden's life, Joe Biden has either gotten him out of prison. Hunter Biden was 18 when Jailbird Joe was able to spring him from jail. Hunter was found using coke or crack, an illegal substance, at the Jersey Shore, and there's no arrest record, and there's no mugshot. Why is that? Well, because Mr. Senator Father was able to spring Hunter from jail. Any parent will tell, are you a parent? Do you have children? Maybe you're not a parent right now. Maybe maybe you just know people who have kids. I'm sure you do. Maybe you know, you, I'm sure you know good parents. Perhaps you, if you're watching the show, your parents were uh, good parents. Did they allow consequences to happen to you? When you make bad decisions, parents allow for real world, sometimes physical consequences to happen to you so that you learn. Joe Biden has been insulating, protecting within a side of a cocoon, Hunter Biden, his entire career. Hunter Biden openly using crack and coke when he's in Georgetown. How the hell does Hunter Biden get into Georgetown? Hunter Biden went to the, all these elite institutions, even though he was a de degenerate student 
and had bad grades. Joe Biden bullying and forcing the way through for Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden got into the Navy in a very prestigious and very coveted position inside of the PR wing of the Navy. Hunter Biden then immediately smoked crack and got kicked out, blamed black people for that. Hunter Biden, oh, two black guys gave me a cigarette. It was full of crack. Because that's, that's what you do. You, you roll crack into the little papers and you hand them out for free. That's what happens all over D.C. Got it? Yeah. Joe Biden protects him. Hunter Biden should have been prosecuted for that time and time and time again. They found all these crack pipes in Hunter Biden's rental cars when he had a mental break and drove across the country. Where's his arrest? Joe Biden, on the other hand, is locking up young black men, making sure that he follows in the legacy of the corn pop story and bragging on the Senate floor about how many young black men he's locked up for doing a scintilla of what his son did. So no, Joe Biden is not loving his son. Joe Biden does not love his son. Joe Biden uses his son. And as soon as Hunter Biden was kicked out of the Navy, Joe Biden put his son, installed his son in front of unaccountable and unlimited amounts of wealth that were gushing into his face like a fire hose. What kind of a father does that? When you know your kid is an addict, when you know your kid is a degenerate, your kid is addicted to hookers and whores, and blow and crack. What kind of a father doesn't just get your son some help? Well, I'll show you what. It's the father who rolls up the cameras and the microphones to take advantage of the kid in the hospital bed. That's who. That's the kind of dad that does this. So, man, it makes my blood boil. It probably is boiling a little hotter because I'm expecting my first son any day now. But hot damn. Am I, do I get up, do I get a rock under my collar here, baby, when I listen to the White House trot out the lie that Joe just loves his son too much? Every step of the way, Joe has abused his son. He belonged in a rehabilitation home, not getting untold billions from Ukraine, China, and Russia, Kazakhstan, and all the rest. So the White House has the audacity just to show you how this all works. The White House has the audacity to send out a public letter demanding demanding that news organizations ramp up their scrutiny of the GOP's Biden impeachment inquiry based on lies. The White House has the bloody cheek to start ordering news organizations and CNN, of course, covering this unquestioningly it's time for the media to ramp up the scrutiny of the House Republicans opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies, says Ian Sams, Mr. Testicle. The spokesperson for the White House counsel wrote in a letter, according to a draft copy obtained by CNN, of course, leaked to them by CNN. Obtained. Yeah, LOL. Uh, this, the letter, which is said to, uh, which said an impeachment inquiry with no supporting evidence should set off alarm bells in news organizations. Oh, yeah? Got it? This is from the same people that impeached Donald Trump for a phone call. Okay, so what was the media's response to Joe Biden over this? Uh, the Washington Post ran a front page article saying Joe Biden needs to drop out. <laughs> that's so good. President Biden should not run again. Ooh, that's so great when the rats start to eat each other. You think there's, you think there's any honor among thieves? No, baby. They use their kids in hospital beds as props. These people are scum. President Biden should not run again in 2024. From David Ignatius. Mr. David Ignatius, uh, this guy is a CIA plant, okay? This is a guy who's often and invariably leaked uh, uh, time and time again, uh, at, like, like information by our deep state uh, in order to publish inside of the Washington Post, the pages of the Washington Post. David Ignatius is being given orders to write articles like this. This is not a like immediate uh, finding of a soul from these people. Okay, my my favorite line from it: "At the heart of whether Joe Biden is the best person to carry the legacy forward, I feel it's time to have more public discussion about this. What a journalist like me should do is take issue." Issues like that people talk 
about in private and bring them forward so we can have better discussion. So Washington Post effectively saying, do not run. Do not run for president. We've done the math. We've done the numbers. You'll lose. We get Trump again. Watch. It seemed to me uh, through this summer, I haven't gone anywhere in the country. I haven't talked to any group of people uh, where this issue of whether President uh, Biden should run again hasn't been a, a centerpiece of conversation. It, do, it doesn't get into the the newspapers. It doesn't, doesn't get much on TV except Fox News, which is obsessed with it. And I thought that it was time to, to, to raise that question. Uh, and the, again, the heart of it is uh, whether uh, Joe Biden is the best person to carry this legacy forward, he may decide that he's the only person who can defeat Donald Trump. I mean, he sees that as his mission. That's why why he ran in the first place back in, in, in 2019. He may, he may decide he's the guy who can do it and nobody else can. And that's that's his decision. But I felt it was time to have a more public discussion about this. Um, it, it is, as I say, something I'd be surprised if you and Joe and the people you talk with are not discussing it in private. I, certainly, I, I find that everywhere I go, it's, it's, a, it's a subject. And what uh, journalists like me should do is, is take issues like that that people are talking about in private uh, and, and bring them forward so we can have a better discussion. So that's it. Oh, man. Okay. So first off, hard to listen to. Two, you're not a journalist. You are clearly a mouthpiece for establishment in Washington, D.C., and this is a warning sign to Joe Biden. You've got to be able to read. These are not these people. These people don't suddenly meet Jesus, okay? So my, um, uh, listen, that's fine. If, if, if you really do have a conversion moment, then uh, more, more power to you, quite frankly. But what I'm saying is that based on their nature, these people aren't doing this out of the best, the best angels sitting on their shoulders. They're not doing this for the betterment of the angels, they're doing this because they're being told to do this, because they've run the numbers and they know that Trump will win in a landslide against Joe Biden. They had four years to figure it out. Joe Biden effed it up. And now he's going to be impeached and they know that something is about to drop. They know something. They know something we don't know. The White House responding to this is just, mm, ah. Uh, just ab, absolutely spectacular. So the White House was asked this uh, live uh, seconds ago on CNN. Great production team here. We were able to clip it, get it up. And uh, it is great. Okay, so first off, this clip begins with the CNN reporter having to apologize for asking this question. So the CNN reporter is talking with the White House and being like, I'm so sorry I have to ask about this, but... <sighs> The Washington Post is saying you shouldn't run again. What do you say? And oh man, uh, oh man, uh, Ballsack guy is not happy. Watch. One thing, and this will be my last one. A lot of people in Washington right now, and, and I know this is probably going to drive your your team crazy that I ask it this way, but I think it's it matters because it's accurate because. The columnist who wrote a piece today asking for the president not to sit, seek re-election, David Ignatius, is well-respected within the building behind you. Uh, what's your response to that idea? It's not just about the president. It's also about the vice president who you worked for in the 2020 uh, campaign. Yeah, well, I'm governed by the Hatch Act, and I want to be really careful. But obviously, the president has announced he's running for re-election, uh, and, and the president is going to make his case to the American people. Uh, and I'll refer you to the campaign for any sort of campaign questions. But this president has a lot to be proud of and a lot to run on. He's delivered some of the most consequential achievements and economic progress in generations with the Inflation Reduction Act, the infrastructure bill, the CHIPS bill, which is opening new factories and creating new manufacturing jobs around the country. That's what he's going to be talking about versus these sort of political sideshows that congressional Republicans are starting to launch into right now. <laughs> why do these guys, why do guys always look like that? Why do you always get these low T guys? These the soy frappe guys. Why, why, why always get these guys look like that? Get that man some gold bond. Like, please, quickly. Like, that guy is uh, chafing and angry and very upset that he's having to take on this job. Remember, the White House wouldn't need a war room if they didn't believe that they were going to war. Why would they be, so, why so serious? As the Joker might say. Well, because even CNN 
is calling out Joe Biden on their lies. It's not because they've suddenly realized that Joe Biden's a liar. It's because they're being told to torpedo Joe Biden. They've been told Biden is going down, best to grab whatever ashes are left of our reputation and let the ship sink. Watch. He has done, I don't know if it's similar things, but he's sort of told some stories that don't line up quite like this before. Yeah, this president has a, a pattern at this point of either inventing or embellishing stories about his own past, his biography. He did it three times in one speech last month alone. Uh, he claimed he had witnessed a bridge collapse in Pittsburgh when he actually showed up about six hours later. He claimed that his grandfather had died just days before he was born himself at the same hospital. In fact, his grandpa died more than a year before in a different state, not, not the same hospital. Um, and, uh, and he also repeated a favorite false story that I and others have debunked over and over again about a supposed conversation with an Amtrak train conductor he was friends with, who was actually deceased at the time the conversation would have had to take place. And that's not all. There are some more serious ones, in, in my view. Uh, previously in his presidency, he claimed at one point he'd been arrested during a civil rights protest when, in other versions of the story, he just said an officer had taken him home uh, from a protest. He said he had visited the, the Pittsburgh synagogue where worshippers were killed in a 2018 mass shooting. In fact, he had actually spoken to the rabbi, uh, but never, but never went. Um, and he, he's made a whole bunch of others too. Uh oh man. What does that mean? What does it mean when CNN has put, finally put a reporter on the issue? So inside of the journalist bullpen, right, you have an editor and those editors assign stories. There's too much going on in the world. So you have to take a journalist and you have to put them on a specific beat. And the journalist covers that beat and asks questions pursuant that beat. And so what does it mean when CNN has taken one of their lispy, uh, limp-wristed fact-checkers and then shoved them into the Joe Biden beat? Have you ever seen anything like that? Now, they don't say Joe Biden lies. They would never use the L word. But even Axios from this morning is straight up with like, uh, Joe Biden is straight, Joe Biden's lying now, lying. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden lied about where he was on September 11th. Joe Biden said he was at ground zero the day, the next day. That's a empirical, demonstrable, provable lie, given the evidence. Joe Biden uh, said he saw a fireball come from the Pentagon after the attack. No, you didn't, dude. No, you didn't. You can't see the Pentagon from Capitol Hill. They're so dishonest. So if they lie about the small things, they'll lie about the big things. And they know that Joe Biden is guilty and they're scared. It's scared. Let's check some of the uh, what, what some of the lefties are saying about this uh, impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, and then we're going to show we're going to tell you some some new things that we've just learned. Shink Uger, Shink, oh good old Shink. He's one of the biggest YouTubers, one of the biggest le lefty lib YouTubers. You may not know who he is, but he's he's got a huge platform. I'll say the thing that nobody else is willing to say: Joe Biden is being selfish. By running again, he's putting his ego above his interests of his own party and his country. You're starting to see these hot takes by the left. These aren't crackpots. Th these are people in control of the, like, the biggest lefty YouTube accounts. President Biden, do not run. Please drop out. Drop out. And Shank like went in, went in hard against Biden this weekend. People in the Democrat Party are uh, not taking this well, obviously. Uh, so Adam Schiff, let's begin saying this is essentially an evidence-free impeachment. Oh, you speak from experience, Adam. Go. And I'll tell you what it's not. It's not impeachment based on high crimes or misdemeanors or any evidence of such things. Uh, this is an essentially evidence-free impeachment, uh, and it is purely politically motivated by McCarthy and, and Donald Trump. Uh, okay. Let's see here, pal. You're the dude who said that you've seen direct evidence of Donald Trump colluding with Russia. Where is it? Where Where is it? We have the tape. Why don't you show me that? Anything? Nothing? Nada? These scum. Seriously. Like, uh, I, 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 I don't know what the recourse is for people like Adam Schiff. I do know that turnabout is fair play and that what's going to happen to these people based on their own rules and their own standards is going to be absolutely biblical. Chuck Schumer, <laughs> the guy who voted to impeach Donald Trump twice, 
saying, Joe, well, the thing is that Joe Biden didn't inspire an erection. At least there's that. Go. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases and uh, witch hunts. The bottom line is, as we've said, you can only accomplish keeping the government open in a bipartisan way. Man, he's calling it a witch hunt. He's calling, at least he's using words, though. At least he's using words. Mr. Ungabunga, the senator from Pennsylvania, uh, was doing his greatest lurch impression inside of the halls of the Capitol. This is just primo content. Watch John Fetterman's reaction to the impeachment news. Ask you about this news that uh, Speaker McCarthy has formally launched an impeachment inquiry. Has said he's going to. Oh my God! Really? Oh my gosh! You know? Oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it, please! Don't do it. Oh no! Oh no! We gotta run back to the office, but um. <laughs> did you know, did you see the staffer? Did you see the staffer being like, "What? What are you doing?" John Fetterman. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Come on, man. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, Adam Schiff Jr. Dan Goldman. He's gonna be the guy who do, does all the messaging and all the heavy labor. Uh, on this issue for Democrats now, Adam Schiff, of course, has no credibility left. And so they're going to trot out Dan Goldman, uh, very, very sweaty, very nervous, head like uh, silver spoon, uh, uh, trust fund baby, Adam Goldman, never had to face a tough question in his entire life, uh, straight up saying there's there's no there's no evidence. Right. Remember, remember, they're changing their tune here. Listen to the listen carefully. Watch. There is no evidence, none whatsoever, and I don't care how much they say otherwise. I have looked at it. There is no direct evidence that President Biden was involved in any way, shape, or form in Hunter Biden's business dealings. Notice how he changes. There's no, he goes from evidence. See, this guy's a lawyer, right? So he goes from evidence, and he's too, he's too he remembers what it's like to be in a court of law. It was too, he, it wasn't too long ago that he was in a court of law. So he's like, Wait a second, I gotta actually I gotta actually be careful what I say here. There's no direct evidence. I love that clip. No direct evidence. Not yet, at least. Not yet. And that's what they're all scared about, ladies and gentlemen. We know something you don't know. They're preparing for something. They wouldn't have been given the bat signal by the super state, by the machine inside of Washington, DC, if Joe Biden wasn't doomed. Joe Biden's doomed. Joe Biden's doomed. And there are, there's evidence uh, of it everywhere. There, there are little pieces of evidence of it everywhere. And we're going to go through exactly what the GOP has uh, in hard evidence in just a moment. But there's something else out there. We've been picking this up with our spider sense. Um, we haven't been able to lock it down. But we've been able to go to the people that we trust, communicate with them, back channel with them. And there's something else out there. They've been holding back. The Republicans in Congress have been holding back. Uh Something pretty demonstrable, something very damning, something that our friend Greg Kelly on Newsmax says, and Greg Kelly, of course, his father was a chief of police for 20 years in New York. Greg Kelly himself, a veteran uh, and a law enforcement officer, very well-sourced family here uh, in law enforcement and in intelligence, says, no, 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 you don't understand. Between now and October, the timeline is ticking. Between now and Halloween, the timeline is ticking. Uh, a tape of Joe Biden will will be dropped, and then Joe Biden uh, will no longer be able to run for president. This is what our friend Greg Kelly says. Watch. But he hasn't seen the half of it yet. There is an audio tape, I am told, by people in the know, uh, not necessarily in government, not necessarily out of government. I can't say too much. Um, but there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day, but it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween. This tape will be made public. I'm not sure by what entity at this point, but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for reelection. It will be over and done with. 
The only thing that mm, he might be able to do potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating and they're worried about it right now at the White House. They know about it. They know it's out there. There may be more than one and it makes a lot of sense. Okay, so what is he talking about there? Well, let's hop on over to the Senate with our friend Chuck Grassley stating that the FBI's FD-1023, they redacted the part about the tapes. Now, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Why would they redact the part about the tapes? Think about it. Think that, consider that you are an FBI agent and you are trying to uphold the regime. Now, the existence of the FD-1023, they said, well, they wouldn't acknowledge that it existed. So it exists. They were able to get the FD-1023. Obviously, this is the recordings. This is the, this is the record uh, from a credible source given to the FBI that Joe Biden took bribes from Ukraine in order to get the prosecutor fired. We have the handy graph for you. This will be at, at hand. Okay, so Joe Biden gets paid by Burisma in order to get the prosecutor fired that was looking into him. That prosecutor, by the way, has since gone public and said this is exactly what happened. How much more evidence do you need? But the FBI redacted one part of that. You may recall that Lauren Boebert, MTG, came to our show and said, whoa, we just were in the skiff. We just saw the FD-1023. It says that there was a bribe and there were some redactions. Now, what's, what are those redactions exactly? <laughs> they redacted the fact that Joe Biden's on tape doing it. That's what they deleted or kept from the eyes of members of Congress who have oversight over Article 2 of the Constitution. Article 1 is Congress. So they have oversight over the executive branch. Legislative uh, is now getting blocked out by the executive branch the, via the FBI. Uh, why would they try and keep that secret? Why would you redact that? Of all things, that don't make no sense. Why would you redact that there are tapes of the crimes unless they're real and unless you have them? And why would Chuck Grassley say he has them unless he has them? Listen. The 1023 produced to the House Committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. Oh, my. Oh, interesting. Well, why would the FBI have redacted that? That's a huge scandal. Why wouldn't they want members of Congress to know about it? MTG was one of the members of Congress who came on our program and who told us about the redactions and said she wasn't sure what, what was under there. And then Chuck Grassley goes and exposes it. Why would Chuck Grassley know in such heavy detail unless Chuck Grassley knows about the existence of these records, perhaps has these records, and MTG just last week telling us, get ready, you ain't seen nothing yet. Go. And so we've had a lot of information all along, but let me tell you something. There is some damning information, even more information that will be coming out soon that will literally uh, start linking money ties uh, directly to Joe Biden. And I'm very excited about that. So money ties directly to Joe Biden. What could that possibly be? Could it be the tapes? Could it be Joe Biden in his own voice doing these deals? We've already got them on tape. We play them often with the Ukrainian president talking about the firing of Shokin. We already have him on tape talking to his son about his business dealings. Hey, son, I think you're in the clear. I think you're in the clear, he says to Hunter Biden in one voicemail. Who speaks like that? Also, who uses pseudonyms? Why would you use pseudonyms in your emails 5,000 plus times? As James, Co James Comer is going deep in on uh, this issue right now. Again, the purpose of a pseudonym, the reason to lie, the reason to keep all these bank accounts and offshore accounts and all these LLCs is to obscure what you're doing. Honest, honorable people who are behaving legally don't do this kind of stuff. 
If you come home and your wife picks up your phone and finds that you're going, uh, you're in a text chain in a secret private chat and you're going by Mr. McFluffy and she's going by the Hamburglar and the two of you are talking to each other using special little secret names, well, you're going to have a bad night. You're going to be sleeping on the porch. You may be sleeping in the street. You don't use pseudonyms if you're trying to hide something. Mr. Hamburglar himself. Watch. Well, you know, they wouldn't have to set up a war room, Sean, if they would just provide the information that we've requested. I don't think we've requested anything out of the ordinary. We want to know the correspondence that Joe Biden used with the pseudonyms between the government and himself at, at pertaining to Ukrainian policy. We want to know any emails that had Hunter Biden copied on them from the government. This is stuff that should be public record. And with respect to their bank records, Joe Biden had no problem with releasing Donald Trump's tax returns. Uh, Joe Biden said he would be the most transparent president in the history. We've already proven that his family got $20 million from foreign nationals. They can't say a single thing they did to earn the money. So obviously we're suspicious about their personal bank accounts. All we want to do is see their personal bank accounts to make sure that Joe Biden wasn't getting his 10 percent and, and make sure this. that Hunter Biden w was uh, w was telling the truth when he said that he had to give his salary, half his salary to his father. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Oversight Committee uh, under James Comer has been a very, very powerful committee possibly one of the most effective ever run in Congress. They released yesterday evidence of Joe Biden's involvement in his family's influence peddling schemes. It is such a well-researched and uh, deeply damning amount of evidence against Joe Biden that there is no way that they will, that, that Joe Biden's regime will be able to survive in this. We can scroll through this and we're going to speak with our guests uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in a moment, exactly about all of these text messages, some of the some of the crazy stuff from the WhatsApp WhatsApp text messages. Great number twelve. I'm sitting here next to my father. Yes, yes. The man sitting next to me and every person you know, and my ability to hold a grudge using Joe Biden directly as leverage to get multi millions from the Chinese. This is this is absolutely an excellent piece of research, a spectacular document. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you don't want your cell phone to be picking up messages like this, well, you're probably not cre uh, probably not committing international espionage. But if you want to have your data secured, I encourage that you use my friends at Silent. Silent is a Faraday sleeve where you can keep your phone and it is not capable of getting a Wi-Fi signal and it is not capable of emitting any radiation. It is something that protects me, protects you, protects your information. You ever been uh, talking to someone and you say the word pink elephant and then the next thing you get served on a Google ad is a pink elephant, all these ads for pink elephants. Can you tell I have daughters? Yeah, that happens a lot and it's super creepy. You should go to silent today, slnt.com today slash Benny. You can save 15% on free shipping and qualified orders. I personally use this. This is where my phone sleeps every single night and uh, gives me peace of mind. Ladies and gentlemen, silent.com, slnt.com slash Benny today. So Congressman Greg Stube, Congressman Greg Stubbe is on the Ways and Means Committee, the Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. He is a fighter in many senses. He is somebody who has had a direct insight into the criminality of the Biden crime family and perhaps helped put together this document uh, detailing all of Joe Biden's evidence uh, in the criminality of his son Hunter's business. And the congressman joins the show now. Congressman, well done. Uh, it's a great day to actually see uh, Republicans in Congress do something effective and fight back just a little yeah. bit, just like put, just put their shoulder to the wheel just a bit. And now the panic in D.C. is like palpable, the screaming, the demonic shrieking of accountability. 
Like just a little bit, just like the scintilla of accountability for criminals like Joe Biden is it's been wonderful, wonderful to catalog. Yeah, it's uh, frustrating it's taken this long, but I'm glad to see that the speakers finally come around to an inquiry because that gives us additional powers to go after, like you in the clip beforehand, uh, Mr. Comer is going to go after the actual bank account information of Mr. Biden and Hunter Biden. And I think that will be elusive for all that. And what you spoke about with the the Grassley uh, issue with these recordings. Yeah, why haven't we? I, I haven't heard these recordings. Why hasn't the public heard these recordings? They obviously exist. Uh, Senator Grassley wouldn't go to the floor of the Senate and talk about them if they don't exist. Uh, maybe the speaker heard those and that's what's precipitated the inquiry. Uh, I think we've had plenty of evidence for an impeachment inquiry, which is why I filed my articles. Uh, I guess it's been a month or two ago now, uh, specifically on bribery and corruption. You have not just the financial information and evidence to support the crimes that were committed, but you have corroborating witness testimony. You have Devin Archer saying that that Joe was in these meetings. You have Bob Alinsky years ago when he was talking to Tucker that said that uh, Joe was in these meetings. You have pictures. You have WhatsApp messages that you you elicited. We have IRS uh, whistleblowers that are testifying to all of this. You have corroborating witness testimony everywhere that this is exactly what was going on. And you could just talk about Ukraine and Burisma and, and, and Joe getting rid of that prosecutor. Just that alone is criminal activity and using his power uh, to make money for his family. I don't understand how that's not, I mean, on a legal basis, that's bribery, Absolutely. right? So you, you don't have to have a check in your name. You simply have to be the beneficiary of the bribe, right? And so, the, so Joe Biden clearly benefited from doing this in Ukraine. Well, and what's fascinating to me is this argument, and you did that clip with Goldman, the Democrats have transferred their arguments. First, it was Hunter's laptop is Russian disinformation, right? <laughs> Russian disinformation, we're going to get a bunch of intel officials that say it's Russian disinformation. And now it's we don't have direct evidence. Well, I can tell you this, if my brother got $5 million from a foreign entity because of a vote I took or because of action that I took as a member of Congress, that is bribery, that is corruption. I can be charged federally for a crime. So it doesn't really matter that you do or don't have, which it sounds like that's coming, but you do or don't have actual evidence of me taking the money, but my son took the money or my brother took the money for me to do specific acts as now president and then vice president, you've got problems. That violates federal law. I want to ask you about the work on your committee because Ways and Means have obviously been uh, really the tip of the spear here when it comes to the Biden finances. What have you yourself personally seen um, uh, that would lead to your support of this impeachment inquiry? Well, the, the thing that was most offensive is the weaponization of the DOJ and the FBI. So when the IRS whistleblowers came to us, they testified. And these are guys that have been with the IRS for like 14 years. Mm -hmm. One of them he <clears throat> headed the investigation for Hunter and said that they were going to subpoena certain information and the DOJ and FBI wouldn't let them use Hunter Biden's name. They wanted to do a search warrant on Biden's residence. The FBI and the DOJ wouldn't let them do it because it was actually Joe Biden's house that they wanted to do the search warrant on. So you have actually the obstruction of justice uh, through the administration to try to protect Joe and Hunter from all of this. And these IRS whistleblowers were just following the evidence and doing their job. And the DOJ and the FBI were saying, nope, nope, you can't do that. No, we're not going to let you do that completely, which is why they blew the whistle and came to Congress, thankfully, because that gave us a treasure trove of information of just how deep the corruption is in the FBI and the DOJ to try to protect the big guy. So now there's an FBI agent that's coming out and saying, yeah, these whistleblowers are correct, corroborating uh, their testimony. Can you give us an update on that, Congressman? Yeah, and you've got CIA officials that are blowing the whistle on on, on different things related to all these investigations. Yes. Um, it, it, it's I, I think because once we got the majority and thank God we got the majority because the American people wouldn't know any of this if we wouldn't have gotten the majority. You're seeing more and more people come out and getting comfortable with coming out because they know that they're going to be attacked by the mainstream media. They know they're going to be attacked by Democrats and called liars. But if the facts and evidence are on your side, uh, I think the IRS whistleblowers that came out first have started to give this impotence of these different uh, FBI guys to come out and say, look, this is wrong. Crimes have been committed. I'm tired of trying to cover it up and we're going to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing when you have a, like a shred of morality, how a guilty conscience, you just can't live with it. You just can't move forward with it. And it, it, it boggles the mind that the argument, uh, 
from the other side of the aisle is that Joe Biden just loves his son too much. Uh, I know that you have children. This is I have children. Uh, this is not what you do if you love your children. You do not take your addict son uh, and your degenerate son and put them in charge of unlimited fire hoses of money unaccountable from foreign powers. This is not what you do as a loving father. The argument, the argument actually betrays itself yep. if you're just looking at it as a moral person. Well, and strategically, obviously, they set this up this way for a purpose. They set up all these different LLCs for all the money to funnel into. Why? Why, why would you do that when these LLCs didn't actually do any business? They were set up specifically to take this money and then funnel the money out to the family members, all for these different uh, corrupt schemes that they were doing in Ukraine, the Chinese Communist Party, millions of dollars. We're not just talking about a few thousand dollars, millions of dollars that the Hunter, uh, that the Biden family has received. And, you know, once we get some of this financial information that Hunter was paying for dad's whatever or buying cars for him or paying his mortgage payment or whatever the case may be through his account. So to try to shield Joe Biden from what was going on, there's no other reason, just like using the pseudonyms for email. And there's no other reason to do that unless you're attempting to hide exactly what you're doing. Congressman, what kind of a night would you have your wife came home and found you using a bunch of pseudonyms on secret chats? Would that be a good night or a bad night for you? Yeah, I don't think it would be a bad night. It would be a bad month to bad year. Uh, and uh, even if I had some like app on my phone, like like what are the, the different WhatsApp or whatever, there'd be a lot of questions like, why do you need uh, WhatsApp on your phone to talk to people? So yeah, that yeah. would be a, a, a pleasant, I would say not just night, that wouldn't be a pleasant month. It's not what honest people do. It's not honest. People don't do these kind of things. Honest people are upfront. Right. And you don't cry and hide and obscure and lie. And that is precisely what is happening now. The other side of the aisle is saying there's no evidence. Can you please knock that bowling pin down for us? They say no evidence, no direct evidence. Very legal, very legally written, like Jen Psaki's PR shop is working overtime, right? Like, like breaking their laptops. Okay, no direct evidence, okay? Can you please knock that bowling pin down for us? Once well, more? and what they mean by that is we don't have right now, it sounds like this may be coming, but we don't have any direct evidence of like the money went from Ukraine or an oligarch in Russia to Joe Biden's bank account. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that he didn't violate the law. Like I said, if my if my son or my brother was taking millions of dollars from foreign governments for me to take official action on things, that's bribery and corruption, whether I took the money or not. And then you have the IRS whistleblowers who are saying that the DOJ and the FBI are when. And what's funny is all of this came about because they were investigating an international porn ring. This is how this started. If you read the beginning of the IRS whistleblower's testimony, they stumbled upon Hunter Biden because they were investigating an international porn ring and there was all this money coming in from international sources and suddenly they end up on Hunter Biden. It wasn't like they went after Hunter. It, they, they stumbled upon him in these other investigations and then they started getting more information and more information. You have financial information that over $20 million has been received by LLCs owned by the Biden crime family. And we're soon to get evidence of where that money went after it went to the LLCs. You have official actions that Joe Biden took, not just as vice president, like getting rid of the prosecutor in Ukraine that was investigating Burisma, but you have things like, huh, there's an oligarch in Russia. I can't remember her name right now. That gives $3 million to Hunter. And shortly thereafter has a dinner with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden in Washington, D.C. She's obviously paying for access. There was payments and then actions that were taken. And you have corroborating witness testimony of Devin Archer, Bob Alinsky, all these different people that worked with Hunter Biden. And, and initially it was Joe Biden doesn't even have any knowledge of these uh, business dealings. We now know that's false. We have pictures of the individuals with Joe Biden that Hunter Biden had associated with. I mean, it's just treasure troves of evidence. If you were a prosecutor, I was a JAG prosecutor for a little while. If you were a prosecutor, you have way more than you need to, to, to indict an individual on federal corruption charges. Congressman, that's my final question for you is, will the Republicans actually indict? Meaning, like, will the Republicans botch this case? Now, of course, I don't need you to name any names or anything or, you know, attack. But you, you call balls and strikes. And the thing that I'm the most nervous about is that Republicans are so bad at messaging and they don't get on message. And they certainly don't, like, take the time to craft messages that people that like people can understand. And so could you tell me, can you game theory this for me moving forward? What should we expect? What should we be looking out for? What would a successful prosecution look like here? 
Well, we'll go, we'll do this inquiry and get all this information that Mr. Comer just talked about in the clip that you saw of actual bank information from Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. I think that's going to lead us to having that direct evidence of payments. Um, and whatever this phone call was that Grassley was referring to, I, that hasn't been made public. Where is that at? I think a lot of this will become public. Then they will move through the impeachment process, which will then go to the Judiciary Committee. And the Judiciary Committee will then start impeachment proceedings. And remember back to Bill Clinton when they did uh, impeachment proceedings on Bill Clinton. He testified. They deposed him. Once you open up that official inquiry, then you get to start asking Hunter and Joe these questions under oath with the evidence. And so I think it's, it's, it's convincing the American people that crimes have been committed here is the evidence. There's no other choice but to move forward on impeachment inquiry because a, a sitting president can't be charged with a crime. And it's our duty and obligation as members of Congress to do that. That's why I filed my articles of impeachment, because I think we have plenty of information and plenty of evidence to move forward on that. How endemic it really listening, listening to you talk. I know that you certainly are not a creature of Washington. You, you're certainly not some fossil on the bottom of some barnacleized boat there like some other members of Congress. You you come with this fresh perspective. You live in the real world. You live in Florida. Uh, you, you like what I think is really on trial here is the the economy of Washington, D.C., which is selling access to our yeah. United States government for money uh, and for special favors. And that's been the currency of Washington, D.C. It's just Joe Biden happened to do it so sloppily that he's getting caught now. And so the demons are screaming because they're like, wait, please don't get rid of our honeypot. That's what it seems like to me. Well, and what's even more fascinating is the likes of a Merrick Garland as AG, the likes of Comey and all these individuals with the FBI and, and CIA that are willing to put their reputations and careers on the line to cover up all of this that was going on. So like, why, why is that? Why, if you're the attorney general of the United States, regardless of who appointed you, wouldn't you want to enforce the laws and ensure that the, the person at the highest level of government isn't corrupting the entire thing? I mean, that's why Trump run originally is to drain the swamp. Uh, the swamp is clearly still alive and well up here. And we need more warriors like myself up here fighting against the corruption that is Washington, D.C. Yes, that's it, precisely correct. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to go and support Congressman Stubbe. You go. Here is his X account here. Uh, and also, uh, obviously, the congressman has filed articles of impeachment against Joe Biden in the past and has been a true fighter for us. We're so proud uh, of him in the state of Florida. Godspeed, Congressman. Thanks. Good to see you. Come on, baby. Come on. We're going to rock and roll here. We're going to rock and roll. We got a stacked, stacked group of patriots that will be joining us on this program. This will be your impeachment headquarters for Joe Biden, the Benny Show, the Benny Brigade, uh, and this, the fastest growing independent news show uh, on the internet right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, a wonderful montage uh, that we have to show you. We must show you from Jesse Waters. Uh, uh, it is a 60-second montage, and it is probably the most powerful 60 seconds of Joe Biden's crimes. And again, preparing you for Thanksgiving with your uh, drunk bag of wine, lib aunt, when she says, when she repeats the smooth brain, smooth brain NPC talking points that Joe Biden, there's no direct evidence of Joe Biden uh, for this impeachment. Please show her this. It's going to be funny to listen to Democrats say there's no evidence for the next six months, because here's just three pieces of evidence right here. That's off the top of my head. OK, so uh, Putin's billionaire buddy wires the Biden family three and a half billion dollars. And then they sit down for dinner with Joe Biden. And then Biden leaves her off the sanctions list twice. Right there, you could open an impeachment inquiry. Or how about when Joe Biden flies his son to China, he comes back with a bucket of cash and then gets on the, hey, guys, you better pay up the rest or my dad's going to get revenge on you. And what do you know? Joe Biden starts writing the communist Chinese guy's daughter's recommendations to get into brown. And then they grease the regulatory process so the Chinese can buy an American car company. Oh, yeah. And then Hunter gets that diamond for about $75,000 that he lost. Because if Malia Obama got a diamond and then 
President Obama went soft on the country that gave it to him. I'm sure that would not be a big deal at all. And then who else do we have? We have uh, Biden flies his son down to Mexico City. Hunter meets with the president of Mexico and Carlos Slim, comes back with money and then complains. Guys, I've gotten all of your clients into the White House to meet with my dad and you haven't paid me a dime. Where's the cash? They can't answer those three situations. So I can't wait till they have to answer about the burner phones, the 20 shell companies. Baby, baby, if you've been seeing the Matrix, if you can now see the Matrix like Neo uh, in the Matrix, if you can see it, you can understand how it all works and you can understand that this is the current, this is the actual industry of Washington, D.C. And this is why they are screaming. This is why Mitch McConnell doesn't want this impeachment to go forward. Mitch McConnell is guilty of the same thing and he should be charged with the same thing as Joe Biden. Mitch McConnell sold our country out to China so that he could get rich. He did the same thing. Put him in prison too. Mark me down for a vote for Mitch McConnell to be tried next. You think this is about party? No. This is about us against the uniparty. This is about us against people who are actively attempting to gut this country from the inside. I tease at the top of the show, ladies and gentlemen, top Republicans are now saying that DHS Secretary Mayorkas will be impeached next. Next. And the Sound of Freedom producer, Tim Ballard, slams Biden administration for border policies, allowing horrifying sex trafficking on the U.S. border. We saw it ourselves. The reason why we must gut uh, Washington, D.C., the reason why D.C. must be scattered to the winds, the only way to fix this country is actually to just pretty much eliminate Washington, D.C. I know it's going to be hard, but we're going to do it. We're going to eliminate entire federal agencies, and then we're going to put federal agencies where they belong. We're going to put the Defense Department in Texas, where it belongs. The problem is the rot of one place being in control. We're going to take the Department of the Interior and we're going to put it in the interior. We're going to put it in Wyoming, where it belongs. Okay? We'll bulldoze Dick Cheney's house. Too bad. Too bad. Under Johnson administration, that's what we're going to do. We're going to bulldoze Dick Cheney's house and we're going to say, oh, you know, sorry, uh, imminent domain. Uh, Sorry, Dick. Uh, You've been a dick. And now we're going to put the Department of the Interior where it belongs, in a a gorgeous wilderness uh, here, you know? Go cry. It's your Halliburton buddies. Dick Cheney, ladies and gentlemen, uh, should also be tried. That's the difference between our show and, and, and the libs, honestly, is that we, we do call balls and strikes. And oftentimes uh, we hate the Republicans who brought us the super state. We just did our 9-11 special and we talked about how the Patriot Act created uh, the vehicle to gut the Constitution. Fourth Amendment, search and seizure. The reason why that's there. And the Third Amendment also to stop the quartering of soldiers inside your houses is because the uh, previously the government of England could penetrate into your house and into your bed. They could shove soldiers into your bed. They could have soldiers raid your kitchen. That's what was happening during the Revolutionary War. If they didn't like you, they would just send their agents to go and raid your house. That's why we have warrants. Unreasonable search and seizure is something in our Constitution for a good reason. The colonists suffered under a tyrannical government that could do warrantless searches of you. That's what Dick Cheney gave us in the Patriot Act. That goblin, probably the most evil, possibly the most evil person to ever have existed and been elected and put in high office in our country is Dick Cheney. Ladies and gentlemen, Dick Cheney loved working with the CIA. Dick Cheney loved, loved his work inside of these black box intel agencies where there's no accountability. And now we're starting to learn from a CIA whistleblower that the agency bribed their own scientists to say that COVID did not come from Wuhan. Now, what does that mean? That means that it did come from Wuhan. That means that the CIA had a hand in creating it. And why would that be? Because the CIA funds Dr. Fauci. Oh, didn't know about this? Inside of the Patriot Act. Oh yeah, you're going to love this. Inside of the Patriot Act, there's this big biodefense, biowarfare section that gives billions of dollars to guys like Fauci to go do gain-of-function research anywhere he wants to. Dr. Fauci created a bunch of -of gain-of-function research labs in America. There were leaks from those labs. There was a smallpox leak from those labs. Did you know this? And to, to his weird credit, I don't really know how to process this, Barack Obama is the one who shut down Dr. Fauci. He was so bad, it was so malevolent that Dr. Fauci was shut down by Obama because everyone kept going to Obama being like, this guy's gonna start a pandemic. 
So, so Fauci offshores this with the help of the CIA. And now the CIA apparently is covering this all up for Fauci. Oh, it is disgusting. Watch. Unclear specifically how much money the whistleblower is accusing these CIA officers of taking. The COVID subcommittee refused to identify the whistleblower or an attorney representing them. A committee aide says they've questioned whistleblower status and to remain anonymous. Democrats on these committees say they were never informed of the whistleblower or their allegations. A CIA spokesperson tells Fox, quote, we are committed to the highest standards of analytical rigor, integrity and objectivity. We take these allegations extremely seriously and are looking into them, also saying that we do not pay analysts to reach specific conclusions. Uh, wait a second. So the CIA is looking into it? Oh, just like the White House is looking into who left the eight balls of cocaine ripped off of the bust of Teddy Roosevelt in the green room. Just like the White House is looking. Hey, how long? Hey, Rolls Royce. How long has it been uh, since we've been looking for the White House cocaine addict? How long has it been? We're going to we should do a daily counter. We should have like a daily counter. How long has it been before? Like, how long has it taken him? Do we have any leads? Hmm. According to the Secret Service, Joe Biden knows exactly who it is. And Joe Biden's ordered everyone to keep their traps shut. Hmm. It's a member of the Biden family, according to the Secret Service. Uh, and it's not Hunter. So what does that mean? Oh, baby. CIA is now going to go look for who paid the scientists off to cover up the CIA's tracks. We don't have enough time in the show to cover this topic, but the mendacity and the evil of these organizations, they must be stopped. They have to be stopped. And the reason why is because a long time ago, a long time ago, the most evil people on earth were brought into the intel agencies. You want to go there? I'll go there. After World War II, we went and gobbled up as many Nazi scientists and as many propagandists as we possibly could, and we staffed our agencies with them. That's what happened. Who's Warner Von Braun? He's the guy who created the U-2 rocket. That bombed London. Who are these people? Like, that's who they are. This is some of the most evil, some of the most evil, sinister, blackened heart, agnostic. Like, they're all these people, what they have in common is they don't believe in God. And they believe the government is God. And they believe that all power must then be rendered unto their God, the government. And that is where evil truly comes from. The absence of God is evil. The absence of God is blackness. Okay? In the beginning, there was nothing without the spark of God. It was blackness and it was eternal blackness. And so we wish to not have a life of eternal blackness. Therefore, we end every single show with a Bible verse in order to reorganize and reorient our life in a North Star here from Psalms today, 910. Those who know your name, trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Make sure that we are seeking the right things on this program. We wish to seek truth. We speak truth. We seek truth. And we know that God won't forsake us. Stand upright. Onward, march. It's your boy, Benny. This is The Benny Show. See ya.